And we're joined by Senator Gene Leising. And, uh, Senator, uh, of course, the uh, House Enrolled Act 1581 was signed into law by uh, Governor Holcomb this week, um, outlining Indiana's House and Senate and uh, congressional boundaries. Your thoughts on uh, where uh, things stand as far as, uh, you know, what you're looking at, uh, your initial reaction, and uh, how this uh, would affect uh, uh, your district? Well, I would tell you, first of all, uh, well, many of your listeners probably already know that I've had all or parts of seven counties over the past 10 years, and uh, I still have seven counties, but instead of just having one intact county, I now have four intact counties. So from my perspective, it, it makes more sense. So I have, for instance, now all of Ripley County, and prior I had only just the Batesville, uh, Sunman, St. Nicholas area, right? Uh, I have all of Decatur County, and prior I had only the Lake Santee area. Uh, I have all of Fayette County, that's Connorsville, and I have all of Rush County. And then I have about half of Shelby County, but not a part of the city. Uh, And then I have the western side of Franklin County. That would be the Batesville side, but Oldenburg and uh, Laurel and Matamora and Blooming Grove. And... um, then I, the new part for me is the northern part of Jennings County. So I have the northern townships, including the city of, of North Vernon. So, and I mean, I think probably the important thing for people to um, recognize is that our current districts, our old districts, are in place until November of 22, uh, although all of us will probably be working to um, get acquainted with the new areas in our district. Um, But we will, currently, I have about two-thirds of Henry County, which now have been moved into uh, another district, into Senator Ross's district. Uh, That was really north of uh, the rest of my district. Uh, And so I think, overall, I'm certainly pleased uh, with uh, with the new uh, the new district, I think it's a little more compact, and I think that's good for the people. And I I personally am happy that we don't have so many um, county split. Um, I mean, I know I still have three that have, are split, but four are intact counties. So that's a pretty great thing. And there was an Indianapolis uh, Star article that said that uh, even though you're in the majority uh, with the Republican Party and uh, the Democrat Party is not uh, too happy about, but they say that some uh, Republicans are not too happy about it. Um, uh, have you had a chance to uh, uh, see that article? And, uh, and did you? Uh, and if you did, did you have a takeaway from that? No, I haven't seen that article. But, you know, any time that there are major changes to districts, there's going to be people that feel like there were winners and losers. And I, I think all of us should have been bracing ourselves for some pretty significant changes because there was a huge uh, population shift. Our rural counties in the state of Indiana all lost population or didn't keep up with the growth of the urban areas. So, for instance, Indianapolis and the area immediately surrounding 
uh, gained a lot of population. And if you look at the east side of the state, over here where we are, the east side of the state, especially the southeast side, lost a lot of population. So, for instance, my district, my old district, had to gain 7,600 people when they looked at the new census numbers to make it uh, equal, because we have to have 50 equal uh, Senate districts. Uh, currently, the new Senate district will have approximately 137,000 uh, people. Um, I believe Senator Roch, just north of me and east, he had to gain over 9,000 people. Okay? So, and even Senator Perfect uh, to myself had to gain some population. So, when you see that kind of a, a shift going on, you know, those guys that were east of me couldn't move further east. They'd have been in Ohio, right? So that meant everybody needed to shift to the west and south if you were down in this area. And then, very frankly, the folks in Indianapolis, uh, they really, uh, I mean, there were some of those districts, they had to get, they had to lose uh, over 20,000 people. So those people had to shift into other districts. So it really, uh, I knew, I could see it coming when I saw the 19 census numbers. So we were all anxiously awaiting the 20 numbers, uh, which the federal government didn't provide to the state until August. Otherwise, we would have had this done during the regular session, but our regular session went ran from January through April. And uh, once again, uh, Gene Lysing, can you uh, reiterate uh, what the uh, new uh, Senate District 42 will look like uh, come November of uh, 2022? I will, yeah. It will actually be all of Ripley County, all of Decatur County, all of Fayette County, and all of Rush County. And then the western side of Franklin County, including uh, Batesville, Oldenburg, Laurel, Matamora, Blooming Grove. It will also include uh, about half of Shelby County, um, but not including all of the city of Shelbyville. And then it will also include the northern part of Jennings County, including the city of North Vernon. And and that uh, would be probably the, the biggest change because it is a, a new county, the Senate District 42, and then... Henry County, uh, Newcastle, which was added in the 2011 redistricting, has now been changed to Senator Jeff Ross's district. Um, he had to gain population, and so they uh, they picked that population up for him over there. So again, uh, to reiterate, you're also uh, pretty happy with uh, with what you got in this redistricting plan. I, I am. I mean, if there was any disappointment at all. Uh, in the redistricting, um, your listeners probably might want to know that uh, they're they're in a new congressional district. Um, the congressional district now, uh, for my district, uh, the northern part of my district is still in Congressman Greg Pence's district, which is congressional district number six, and the people uh, like Ripley and Decatur County. And Franklin County, we're in the Trey Hollingsworth District, which is 
District 9. And so that's a significant difference uh, for many of us. So I will be having needing to pay attention to, to both what's going on in the 6th Congressional District as well as the 9th. But, you know, again, that occurred uh, because of, of population differences. So um, I think that uh, some folks were probably troubled by that dramatic change. Gene Lysing, we appreciate your uh, time uh, and uh, explain the uh, what uh, your district is going to look like come uh, November 22 and uh, continued all the best uh, to you and uh, everybody. And uh, we look forward to speaking to you again in the future. Yeah, let's do that, Tom. I think there's, there's a lot to be talked about in this uh, coming up session of the legislature that, you know, January will be here before we know it. Organization Day occurs uh, November 16th. Uh, and then uh, we will be in session coming up uh, starting probably the first week in January through the middle of March. And uh, I think there are a lot of issues that uh, some are almost a rippling effect from what's going on in Washington, D.C. Uh, and so I think there will be lots of things to, uh, to probably talk about and to keep our, uh, all of our constituents and listeners uh, informed of. Gene Lysing, looking forward to it. Uh, so uh, thank you once again for your time this morning. Thank you, Tom. I'm Tom Snape for The Daily Pod. Don't adjust your radio. The sound that you hear is your stomach. You're having trouble focusing. You can't recall your last meal. You're trapped in the hunger zone. The solution, Batesville to go. Let To Go deliver a hot, fresh meal to your home or office whenever hunger strikes. To Go delivers the best food from local restaurants. Visit us online at togodelivers.com or call us at 812-727-8800. Batesville To Go, big city convenience, small town taste.